All right, UFC 219 in the books. Yes, sir. Holy shit. Wasn't too bad, huh? That was amazing. Uh, I'm obviously, I'm, I'm biased on my boy, Habib. I'm kind of crushed on my girl losing. Holly Holm. But she took it. Well, we'll talk about that. Spoiler later. alert. Yeah. <laughs> For those of you just tuning in, yeah, there goes your two main fights. Yeah, they know how I feel about her. So. Wow. All right, we'll break it down from the beginning. Obviously, you guys probably know what the results are. We're putting a spoiler alert on this yeah. on most of the forums. Um, let's start. Let's do the main card. Who gives a shit about the prelims? Huh? No, no. I mean, yeah, we'll do the main card for save time. Yeah. Um, Neil Magny, Carlos Condit. What was your take on that? Uh, I mean, I love Carlos Condit. He looks old. Yeah. Look a little like you said, flat. Like me. Well, even though <laughs> you're probably four years older than him. Yeah, I know. I'm saying like it sucks when you see fighters kind of get to that that stage where they start leveling off. I'm not saying he looks old and can't fight. Who knows what could have happened? This is one of the things about the sport. Sometimes you're sick, you know, sometimes fight camp didn't go right. In that case, you have to assume that he might be getting old and then just kind of like, you know, flattening but out a little fought. bit. Everybody, I mean, he's fought beast, an entire man. video game roster, if you will, of people. Huge fan of Carlos Condit, always have been. He's fought at the best, he's beat the best. It was a big win still he's for, lost for Neil to the Magny. Best too. I mean, it's not like he's losing to, yeah. you know, Magny's coming up. I mean, obviously it's a, uh, spoiler alert. <laughs> A decision we gotta, I guess, tell who won. The no, fight. no, yeah, yeah, for sure. Maybe we're, we're recapping this thing. So, yeah. obviously, uh, Neil Magny won. Um, but yeah, I mean, it, it was a big win for Neil Magny as well. It wasn't the most, it wasn't the war that I thought it would be with yeah. Carlos. Carlos goes in there, and usually, no matter who he fights, I mean, they don't call him the natural born killer for nothing. Yeah, just a lot of takedowns, and yeah, what can you do? You know. But Neil Magny won. Uh, he he got the victory and is moving himself. Higher up the ladder, so well. Conan hadn't fought off in to him. sixteen months or something. So yeah, it's, uh, think, you know, ring rust. He's old. It's over a year, yeah, I think. Yeah, yeah six. I think sixteen months. So yeah, crazy. So um, anyway, Condit lost via decision. Yeah, Neil Magny. Yeah, wasn't the fight we expected, but you know, and like I said, it was sad just a little bit because man, I'm such a huge Carlos Condit fan, so I was excited to see him come back, and hopefully, hopefully that was just a little bit of rust, and and maybe he'll come and. and get back to his ways and, and have an exciting, really, you know, deep battle in his next fight, hopefully. We may. We know. Um, I love Carlos Condit. love watching him fight for sure. So, The next fight we had, uh, Esparza versus Calvillo. Calvillo, I hope I got that right. Um, you did. I did? Okay, yeah. thank you for that confirmation. Um, Esparza obviously being the former champion and uh, Calvillo. Uh, great fight. Go ahead, and go ahead and break it down for everybody, Mark. Uh, there was, um, I wouldn't hear. I ain't gonna lie. I left <laughs> go to go get tell, Go ahead and tell everybody why you weren't here for that one. Well, it's not that I didn't care, but I was hungry. And it's it was 8 a.m. And uh, Well, the real reason was you were Daddy's supposed to wake up eat. early. Fuck you, it's my only day off, man. You were supposed to wake up early and go get breakfast. I can't get up at 6 to go get breakfast at a place that doesn't open until 8. Yeah, but the fight didn't start till 10. Yeah, well, I was sleeping. So. God, your your times are all off. But either way, you were supposed to get breakfast. Mm-hmm. You overslept. So you had to pick a fight, and you picked that fight. So tell me, well, I mean, did, what did I miss? Okay, it was a good fight. Uh, Esparza, very technical, and uh, you know, it's, to me, she, I think, I think Calveo, Again, I hope I'm getting this right. I feel bad if I'm, I'm not getting the name right, but You'll be I think she did really, really good. And to be honest with you, I missed a little bit of the second round. Um, I really didn't know. Where'd you go? I, I, I don't know. I just. I was. I think I was tweeting about something. So it was a boring fight. No, it, <laughs> it wasn't boring. You're tweeting. I was tweeting, but there was like a serious tweet that had to happen. 
What to make ribs? It was a back. tweet moment, and I and, and I missed a little bit of the um, a little bit of the second round. But that being said, I didn't really know at the end of the fight who was going to win. I mean, it was that close. It, it, was, it was a close fight. Um, as far as the finish, really strong, good flurry, and she got the win. Why you? <laughs> You missed the fight, and now you're you're glad busting my balls for for doing a tweet. Would you rather have bacon eggs and the? Uh... And I was eating, so that I was probably like looking down as you I was eating I and was, tweeting. I was getting it. You couldn't have eaten while I was gone. Oh, that's eat. right. Just say it. It was a boring fight. But you fight. came back it's at okay. the end. I didn't see a single thing. I came oh, you, back you, when Dan Hooker was. Oh, was, he was already coming out, huh? Yeah. I was eating something else. I had some other food. Yogurt. <laughs> I don't know, man. I was tweeting. Good I was Lord. tweeting. Well, anyway, I'm glad I missed that. Give fight. me a break. It was a good fight, though. No disrespect to them. It, no, honestly, I'm sure. I mean, it fight. still takes a lot of. But it was just back and forth, back and forth, takedowns, and 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 it wasn't like crazy, like you know, knockouts going on or anything. But it was a good, it was a good match. And uh, so, can we go back right now and we rewind it? You watch it with me, if you want. Would you watch it again? I'd watch it again. Huh? Hmm. No fucking way you would. <laughs> Why you? I'm not trying to be disrespectful, dude. I'm not saying it was a boring I know, fight. But I can be. It's kind of like my job on this All show. All right. Well, go ahead. But either way, well, it I was didn't a good fight. It, so. it was very close. Esparza won. Um, you know, she's she's moving herself back up. She's the former champion. Calvale, uh, hats off to her. She's got a good career ahead of her. She's with Team Alpha Male. I think she was 6-0 going into this fight. So uh, I, I don't think there's any, any, any real big downside in this loss against Esparza, so a former champion. So that was that. And... Uh, <laughs> I don't see a real downside. I mean, it's this uncomfortable fight. when we're doing like a recap and you're like, God, I'm trying to like hold it down by myself. And then no, I get it. You got to be I get like caught I said, tweeting in the middle. You got to be the respectful one. And but I just, you know, if it sucked, it sucked. I mean, yeah, well, you weren't even here, so you can't say that. What? Judging by your enthusiasm when I came yeah. back, it was it was it was OK. It was a good match. It so was a good technical match. Should back it have been the main event? It's just the biggest thing. It was it was close, you know, and so it was one of those things where. Well, I think a lot there, of the, uh, a lot of the people thought Calvillo was going to win that fight. Well, the whole card there's ten fights, seven were decision, mm -hmm. one draw. Which I shit. don't think there was a knockout, right? No. So it was a knockout list card. Yeah, it's not often that happens anymore. Like the last part of your career, mm. is it too much? Mm. Mm. You never got knocked out. Oh, that, oh that's where you. That's okay. where I was going. Oh, okay. That was making fun of your fighting style. Yeah. Come on, Mike. All right, buddy. You're quicker. Moving than on. <laughs> Moving on. So we had uh, Dan Hooker coming back and fighting Mark Degasi. I believe so. Yeah. And uh, that definitely wasn't the fight that I expected. I mean, I, I don't know if I, I really expected much out of that fight, to be honest. I expected at least some punches landed or something the first two I'm rounds. just saying it wasn't like a, 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 you know, like a riveting fight or anything, but um, Degasi was definitely playing defensive a lot and holding back a lot. And for a guy who's 12-1, and one, with only a, a, a you know a split decision loss, I figured he'd be aggressive and coming out there and being dominant. Well, I can say it. You're more politically correct than I am. Those first two rounds were boring. Yeah. Sheep watch that fight to go to sleep. <laughs> wow. Fun fact, huh? <sighs> well, but, and then uh, he did get. Uh, well, you know, you got to give he, Dan. He finished it though. Yeah. You, you got to give it to him. Uh, may I say something about that? Yeah, go ahead. I don't know this Dan Hooker fellow. I'm sure he's a nice guy, but uh, you kind of kind of know your audience. He called out, I guess I guess you'd call out the UFC, hey, I want to fight in Perth in February. What do you guys think? And then they booed him. 
So yeah. So he I called think, out to the Vegas crowd. Yeah. How I think bad you just do you guys want to see me fight in Perth? <laughs> I think you just solidify that you're not going to be on that card. No, nah, I mean he might make it on that card, but he's not going to get like a big ovation from Vegas. No, no, he just he won't be on that card to fight in Perth. But you know it's better. Be to, it's always better to call out an opponent. Then you get you know who? fans of the opponent that are in the audience or whatever that might want to see that well, fight. Who will be at that fight? We will. We're definitely going to be that fight. Hey, listen, I do want to say this. So, to me, when I broke down this fight, Dan Hooker seems like the type of guy who's kind of waiting for that big opportunity, right? He, he fights in a way where it's kind of. Uh, I don't think he's like a super athletic, super talented. I'm not, I don't want to say he's not talented. He's a talented fighter. But he, he's not like a, a fighter that's always going out there throwing things, trying stuff, looking for the finish. He's like a calculated sort of just kind of a guy that's just waiting in there for that big move, you know, that big submission or that big strike or that big. And he just waits around and he got it, you know. So, yeah. I mean, it worked for him. I mean, respect him. He did beat a yeah. guy who's 12-1. and one. I mean, yeah, I'm not here trying to bash him, of course. I don't yeah, know no, the guy for personally, sure. but... You know, just from a fan's perspective, which I am, you know. Yeah, for sure. So, I mean, you know, best of luck to him. I hope he does well. I hope he's on that card. I don't know. I'll go shake his hand. I'll apologize for this last comment if he's on that card. <laughs> yeah. But he won't be, so. No, no, no. no he's, he's a good fighter for sure. But like I said, he's just he's one of those fighters that kind of just waits for the right opportunity. And, and that's good for, for strategy. But when you're looking for a war, you're looking for an exciting fight, sometimes it doesn't make for the best ones, you know. And that fight was kind of slow because of that for sure. Again, the guy was 12-1 and one to beat, so yeah. much yeah, respect but, to you. And again, he's moving himself back up, you know. But moving himself back up to what? Because at the top of the heap right now, I mean, you're, th- you're, you're first, well, you're, I guess now you're number one contender who's not even an interim champion and is not even a champion is absolutely unbeatable. That guy's an absolute beast. He's literally, this, are you talking about Khabib? Habib, yes. he's an absolute beast. I mean, so you think about guy, it is, is he's, I don't think he, of course he doesn't have a belt, but he's still, in my eyes, top four pound-for-pound pound fighter in the world, and he's not even a champion. That should say something about that. I mean, I, you know. I venture to say he's yeah, definitely, definitely high-ranked in the pound-for-pound. Pound. I mean, he's beat, I mean, he's beat Dos Anjos. I mean, he's, he's beat some of the best fighters in the sport and beat him absolutely This fight? Dominantly. Jesus Christ. What was, uh, by the way, spoiler, <laughs> I guess we got to tell him who won. Obviously. We're really shitty at this recap stuff. Right? Yeah, we just get excited to talk about it. We're just about pumped it. up about this yeah. Khabib fight. But, uh, yeah, obviously Khabib won a decision over Edson Barboza. And, and I just want to say, for the record, the Barboza, man, it's very rare that you see a fight where you got a guy who's losing arguably 10-8 every single round. I mean, one of the well, judges, judges, yeah, yeah he 30, had it 10-8 every single round. Jesus. And the other judges had it 10-8 two rounds. That's absolute, like a mauling. But it's very rare that you see a fight like that against a number one contender or number two, whatever. But, but, but to see a fight where it's, it's that one-sided, but you're still giving so much credit to Barboza. I mean, you like, have to. Man, you can't. Usually, you're like, oh man, that guy well, doesn't deserve was, to be uh, there. He shouldn't be in the UFC. That guy, he's not on this level. But it's like you look at Barboza and you're like, damn. I mean, every one of his leg kicks up until the very end were powerful. Yeah. His strikes were powerful, even when he was exhausted, beat. You know, just well, mauled to death. I don't have my never figures in front of me, but uh, it was 170 strikes to 28. Yeah, 100. I thought it was 120 something, but no, 120 man. were significant. Okay, and this was an ass whooping. I mean, for sure it was. For sure it was. But you know what? I, I think that stylistically for Habib, I think Barboza was probably the toughest test in that division for him. Because got, we, we got scared at first with those leg kicks and stuff. I mean, it was... Yeah, well, you could see. Okay, so he landed a few of the leg kicks, and they were hard. 
And then you you notice that Habib was putting the pressure on, and I knew that was a strategy. I was in I was in part of Habib's fight camp at AKA. You know, I went back home and, and was part of his fight camp, like watching and and coaching. He was trained with Salim from AKA Thailand. It was pretty cool, man. Good old Salim. It was great watching his fight camp. I mean, he's a savage, and he trains and spars all the time. That's why he looks so conditioned and so well. Um, so I knew that the, the strategy was going to be pressure, 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 right? And so going into the fight, I assumed he would put so much pressure that. Barboza wouldn't be able to get off those kicks. Um, he'd be constantly backing up and constantly getting grappled and, and, and you know, taken to the ground. Uh, I was very surprised that uh, Barboza could land those inside leg kicks and the strikes that he did in such a short range and, and being defense, defensive as he was, you know, going backwards. And being rocked the whole fucking thing. And, of course, throughout the fight as it went on, being rocked, being tired, knowing that he was losing for sure and going to that third round. I don't punch the clown that much. Yeah, but he, dude, he was like, I mean, hats off to him, dude, for being just an absolute warrior. But I mean, I, I think there's no greater point you could make than Khabib beating Barboza like that. I mean, I, if Tony Ferguson and 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 Conor McGregor aren't scared of that uh, that fight, dude, let me tell you what's gonna happen. McGregor, they're not human. McGregor's not gonna fight because he's gonna want four hundred million dollars, half ownership of the UFC, part of Bellator, whatever the hell else this guy's gonna want. So it's just. He's got to give up the belt and let it be Khabib and Ferguson. The thing about it is, okay, so here's the deal with, with that. So Connor is, I, in my opinion, super, super lucky that Tony Ferguson has the interim belt because technically that's who he has to fight next. So He can beat Ferguson. He can't beat Khabib. That's a good fight. That's a good fight. I mean, that, that's a good scrap that I would love to see, Connor McGregor versus Ferguson. Um, not as much I'd like to see Khabib versus Connor McGregor right. or Ferguson, but... Uh, that's a good fight, and, and that's a fight where Connor, if he wants to make some more money, and he's getting the itch to fight again. You know, he's got a lot of money, but like Dana said, uh, you know, you can only take so many trips and spend so much money, and eventually you're going to want to get back in the game. I mean, how many UFCs can you watch when you're the champ? It's one thing when you're like a, a contender or you're just mid-level, but when you know you own that division and you see these guys fighting, that ego inside of you wants to get back in there and show you're the king, you know, that, you know, you want to, you want to get back in there. So he's going to want to have another fight again, no doubt. He's already mentioned it. And I can definitely tell you from being a fighter, he's going to definitely have that hunger. Um, and I just think he's really lucky that he has Tony Ferguson in front of him because yeah. man, God forbid if, if Tony Ferguson wasn't there and Khabib was the only choice he had, he might not fight. I don't because think he's going to fight anywhere. I think he'll fight Tony. I think he'll give Tony the fight, try to make his payday get his money, maybe get the win. And if he gets the win, he'll vacate the title. If Tony wins, Tony fights Khabib. I, and with everything in my, in my mind, I, I cannot imagine Conor McGregor taking the Khabib fight. I mean, Khabib is everything that Conor McGregor doesn't want in a fight. A guy who will be relentless, a guy who will not stop. He can't match he, his gas he tank. Some shots tonight too. He can't match his gas tank. He can't match his pressure. Not even close to matching his wrestling and his grappling. Oh, nobody can. Not, not, not even close. So Ground how is pound, how is he going to beat him? How is he going to beat him? He's going to have to beat him by landing one punch, like like a solid punch, and and that's what Habib is the best at defending. I mean, he's he's the best at his head movement coming in with the clinch, and he did a great job tonight with those flying knees to close the distance, to get to the clinch, to get to the takedown. Um, I saw in the ground and pound. I saw him miss miss one punch and hit the canvas. Other yeah. than that, he hit him. Well, obviously, 120 times. Yeah. He's literally 120 for 121 on punches. It's crazy. It's ridiculous. Yeah. How do you beat that? You can't. And, and the thing that I think that could get through to Kabi is um, the leg kicks. You know, like yeah. if he was in range, uh, what Barboza proved was he didn't have to be in range. He did it from being 
and, and really close and really tight. And he was still landing those powerful leg kicks. And what I was getting uh, to a while ago was, if you notice after about, I think the third leg kick in that first round, you could tell they were really hard. You, you saw Khabib pick up his, uh, his speed coming yeah. in. He went from like walking forward and putting pressure to actually jogging. Smart fighter. He was jogging forward because he didn't want to keep getting kicked. And he wasn't walking fast enough to, to close that distance to where um, Barboza couldn't kick. So he literally started jogging to, to close that distance. And, and then the three spinning back kicks to the head. I mean, he connected yeah. three spinning back kicks, which have knocked out mul multiple people yeah. in Barboza's career. And he took them. I mean, you could hear the impact of those, you know, that heel took hitting like the back of his head or the side of his head, whatever it was. And he didn't even budge. He didn't mm -hmm. even budge, man. I mean, he just... All those guys said he didn't have a chin and all that stuff. I think... He took kicks. I mean, it's he one, thing, up to, a lot of it's one thing to take a punch. It's another thing to take a kick from probably one of the best kickers in the division and take multiple kicks that were really hard and walk through them without even a sign of, of anything. Did you hear what he said at the post, post fight? Well, post fight when he brought up Hav, how cool was that? That was awesome. I'm, I'm so happy to see Hav get credit because you know, Hav put so much time into these guys. I'm AKA all the way, obviously, and, and Hav's one of my best friends. But, uh, you know, he, he does so much for these guys, and it's good to see guys so humble being at the top as Habib, where he doesn't forget. And DC's another one. DC's another guy that's at the top that never forgets, you know, where he came from, who helped him, who his teammates are. He's always shown respect to the team. He's always shown respect to Javier. And, and like, man, it was so nice to see Habib bring him in and, like, include yeah. him in his post-fight speech. And, like, well, it was nice to see 20% of... All of our podcasts. Yeah, members. yeah. Two yeah. of our guys. When you're our first a guest, 14 episodes. yeah. When you're a guest, I guess you just win, you know. Yeah. So Holly Holm, you know, yeah. get at me. Yeah. Come on the Real Quick with Mike Swig podcast and get you a win. I don't know why you wouldn't. So I'd we got Daniel Cormier coming up next, but but yeah, we had Hav and uh, sitting there watching Hav. Well, we had Hav, Dana, and Habib. Oh yeah, yeah. In the ring at the same time, and they're all three guests of our first 14 podcasts. Twenty-six percent of our yeah. I don't know percentage wise. I'm, I'm, it's too early. In the I'm just making for shit that. up. I'm sure I'll get hate mail, but <laughs> it's 28.9 percent. It's in Thailand, so it's early for us. But yeah, we. By the way, we had to get up at 7 a.m. to watch this fight for you guys. So yeah, I was wide awake though, man. I couldn't wait. I wasn't. I had to wake you up. Yeah, you had to. I did, because you were supposed to get breakfast, and and then you didn't, and that's why you missed the the fight. And uh, wow, why don't you just call me out on? I'm it? just saying, dude, you, you missed a UFC fight because you had to get breakfast. But I will say it was amazing breakfast. Um, but seriously, <laughs> anyway, I, I can't say enough about the Habib fight, man. Like seriously, and I want to say, okay, so you looked this up recently. I've known Habib for like forever. I mean, not forever, but for a long time. Uh, trains at AK headquarters. Um, I was in Thailand at the time, so we just see each other back and forth when I'm when I'm back at headquarters. Now everybody and we all do it. Uh, Joe Rogan, Dana, Javier, Javier myself, yeah. everybody will say Habib. And we'll say Habib. You literally got to clear your throat when you say his name correctly. Because Habib, it's Habib. is not in our language. So yeah, it's you literally talking have to fast. Hold, you have to hold a for like, I think, an eighth of a second. So Habib. the proper way for you guys, just, just to give you guys a little heads up, yeah. the proper way to say his name from what from what we, I guess, are, are told. And Habib. It's Habib. How educational. Habib. How educational is this show? Yeah. Huh? But when you're talking fast, you just want to say Khabib or Habib. Khabib. And I do. And if you've listened to this podcast and you rewind it, I probably said Khabib and Habib back and forth this entire time just because I'm saying it so fast and we don't have Habib in our relationship. Or relationship in our uh, language. Relationship? <laughs> yeah, definitely not in a relationship. What the fuck are you talking about? In our language, we don't have ha, you know? I think we've hacked enough loogies on these fucking okay. mics. Let's move on. 
So, but anyway, we can't it. we can't talk enough about that fight, man. That yeah. was just an absolute to put on a performance like that. And I mean, he's had a long time off. He's had a, I think eleven months. He fought November, I believe, against yeah. uh, Michael Johnson. So he's had almost twelve months. I mean, almost thirteen. No, he's had thirteen months off. Let me get you a calendar for New yeah, Year's. Maybe you do that. I, I'm so lost in time over here in Thailand because Christmas doesn't seem like Christmas. They barely celebrate Somebody it. Somebody tell us it was it's Christmas. It's New Year's Eve tonight. It, I mean, it barely feels like that. Yeah, but not in America. So it's yeah. Um, so anyway, but uh, yeah, so we had a lot of time off, and apparently ring rust was not an issue. And, and the funny thing is, we had this argument with Dana White—not argument, but Dana White's made comments about Team AK training too hard and and sparring too much. I wanted to say for the record, just so that you guys know, a lot of you guys come to AK Thailand. A lot of the fighters think they know what's going on. The ones that don't want to take coaching, um, and they—they've they, not listened to Hav too. I've seen people not listen to Hav, and guess where they're at. Guess what their names are? They don't yeah. make it, right? You got to listen to your coaches. I want to name some. You got to trust your coaches and you got to listen to them. And if they're wrong, and they will be sometimes, it's just part of the game. You're going to be wrong. Your coaches are going to be wrong. Everyone's going to well, be how wrong. How good was the uh, the coaching tonight in all the fights that we could hear? When you know when they go to the corners? Yeah, yeah, for all sure. All of it was, but, except for one. For sure. But, but what I'm but what I'm getting at is, I mean, <laughs> listen to your coaches or you won't be there. You've thrown me completely off. How? But the point is, uh, so what I'm saying is, Hav. He had the thing with, with Dana. Well, he's, he was trying to change the training a little bit just to tone it down because we were losing a lot of people to injuries. But Dana was making comments as far as, um, you know, AK trains too hard. We miss a lot of fights. We get injured. But I do want to say for the record that Habib. 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 Oh. Welcome to Thailand. We just lost electricity. But the computer's on battery, so I think we're still recording. All right, well, let's keep going. Let's do this. We're going to keep dark. going in the dark. Yeah. Where's that light at, dude? Where's our, oh, where's fuck, our little. Right, right to your left. Hold up. Hold up. Uh, oh, we're back. Fuck. Let's get it anyway. Let's get it. Grab it. I got my headset on. So that's a little Thailand for you guys. If you're on the audio platforms listening to this podcast, he's getting his head caught in the microphone, and we didn't get to use our disco ball, but the lights just went out. I forgot how to do it. So, anyway, if. Anything else could possibly distract me from my point here. Oh, that's really distracting me from my point. Uh, the point is, Habib trains and spars more than anyone at the gym. Literally, look at his like look at the way he fights. Look at his performance. So it's like one of those things where it's like you can argue that people train too hard. We get these guys that come in and like, man, I just want a technique spar. I'm going to save my body. Sparring two or three days a week is too hard. For some people, when you get to a certain age, I agree with that. You know, maybe you have to tone it down a little bit because you're old. And if you get injured, then, yeah, you're not going to perform. But you're fighting. You're a fighter. And Habib's been fighting since he was a kid. And you can see Bears. it. You can see it. Yeah, you can see it. He trains and spars more than anybody at AKA. And this is what happens. I mean, he, he absolutely yeah. mauls people. Definitely happy for him, for the team, for everything. Yeah. So, anyway, we won't keep going about that. Um, obviously, the big main fight of the night. Holly Holm, your girl, Ugh. and Chris Cyborg. Chris Cyborg once again proving uh, she is the best female fighter in the world. You know, I mean, there's there's no doubt about it. Um, big hats off to Holly Holm for jumping up and and moving up a weight class. Yeah. And she's 36. I mean, she's not she's not that young. She's younger than us, but she's still not young. You know, I'm, I'm retired, but um, to jump up a weight class, fight a a girl like Ty, uh, Cyborg. At 36 years old, that's tough. And she put on a hell of a fight, took her to a decision, landed some good stuff. Her first round looked good. I was going to say, if it was only a one-round fight, Holly would be champion I, I, right Man, now. I, I think she, in my opinion, I thought she won the first round. She I, did. She had no answer. the judges did, too. 
she had no answer for uh, Holly putting her in, on the cage. I mean, she just, just too powerful, there. man. I mean, if Holly could have landed some knees and a little bit more strikes as she had her on the cage, I would have ventured to say that that should be the game plan for the whole fight. I wish she'd have mixed it up a little bit. It was about 75 straight she, left hands. She was doing really fight. good with the combinations, like the, the flurries in the beginning. She landed like three solid combinations, but then Cyborg. <laughs> I love it. I love her yelling yeah. like that. But then uh, Cyborg caught on. And then Cyborg started encountering her, especially with that right hand when she'd move into that right, that right side of Cyborg. So then she started doing the next best thing was fainting. So she would faint a few before she would come in, but then she was just getting countered like every time. But the one thing that was working, and our corner was saying this toward the end of the rounds, or the, the later rounds, was to clinch her against the, the wall because she somehow had the power to hold Cyborg against the cage, and Cyborg couldn't really do anything about it. Now, had she kept her on the cage for the majority of the round, or at least a good part of it, and landing knees and elbows and then little strikes the entire time, I mean, who knows? She could have kind of grinded yeah. it out a little bit more and been a lot well, that's closer. What I was hoping because, you know, what it's always a first-round knockout for Cyborg, maybe yeah. second tops, you know. So, obviously, the first time she's ever gone five rounds. Yeah. So, I thought Holly might have the advantage there, but I just, what can you do, you know what I mean? Yeah. The, the woman's ridiculous. She is. I mean... Hats she, off she, to her. She's a beast. And, and, you know, I'll say. Just hurts my heart. I had a feeling Holly Holm was going to win this fight. You know, it wasn't like a, I was being biased or anything. I, I know that Cyborg is, is the best fighter in the world. And, and sometimes when you have the best fighter in the world, you want to see them challenged. And, and you want to see maybe an upset. So then they come back and fight again, whatever the case. But either way, I had a, just a gut feeling that, that, that Holly Holm was going to pull this off. Um, and Cyborg almost looked like she was getting tired after that first round. She seemed, for some reason, it, to me, like her mouth was open and she was breathing a little bit heavy. And I thought maybe she was going to gas out and, and weather, but man, she didn't. Yeah. I mean, she just came back stronger and stronger. And then that fourth and fifth round, her fifth round, man, she was just going full speed ahead. So hats off to her for being a champion. You know, she did what she had yeah. to do and, and she Cody Garbrandt got it right. He picked her Yeah. on this couch. Yeah. Khabib got it wrong with me. But well, Habib and, and, and we all said the same thing. Too hard. Habib. <laughs> Habib. We're going to sound like assholes in this. We, we, all, we, all, uh, we all pretty much said the same thing as far as um, she's the better fighter. Yeah. I mean, we all knew that. We, we just in thought that Holly Holm yeah. had the chance to beat her. And she did. She took her to the distance. And she, and and she, like did. she got killed in 40 seconds. And she did land a couple strikes. That one combination. I can't she remember where it was. Nose? There was one really solid one right toward I, the end. I don't remember seeing... Uh, Cyborg bleed before. So, yeah, well, that's always good yeah, when you can you say know, that about a fight. I'm, I'm trying to pick little. <laughs> she little bled her own blood. Or bled her own blood. Uh, the thing is, is like, uh, she did land that one combination, I think, toward the end. It was in the third, I said the fourth or fifth round. Yeah. Maybe it was the, it was the very end. But she landed it and actually set back Cyborg. I mean, it was like a powerful I combination. Her. I think, it was, I don't know if it connected with that right, but it was a combo, I think. And, uh, and then she backed up. She backed up as if she got hit. And I was like, no. Yeah, it was at the end. You're right. It's something like we're gonna get stuff wrong because we literally just watched it, came straight in here. That we yeah, we're, it we're still kind of so. like high on adrenaline too, and I'm yeah. so pumped for Khabib. Yeah. Like I'm just so excited, man. I, I wanted him to win this fight so bad. He got so much flack over not making weight, and and so many people came down on him, and, and, and just did. completely ignored the fact that this is one of the best fighters in the world. And and things happen. It's not like he quit. You know, he was in the hospital. This is a warrior. You know, he never just he'll never just pass up a fight. Yeah. Um, it's got to be either, like you said. Hopefully. And everything happens for a reason. And I tell you what, this was a statement he made. So I think in the big scheme of things, maybe this is what needed to happen 
because this is going to give him a mental edge now against now Tony Ferguson and, and Conor McGregor because the 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 Khabib that that Tony was going to fight back then wasn't the same Khabib that we see now. He's even better, even more dominant. So he's going to have that mental edge now going into these these fights. I think where these guys are going to be a little bit more scared of this guy. Uh -huh. I mean, you, you let him get a hold of you. You're going to the ground. And when you go to the ground, it doesn't matter what jujitsu rank you have. It doesn't matter what wrestling pedigree you have. I'm, you're going to get I'm you're 90 get mauled. sure that uh, Khabib's never lost a round in the UFC. Yeah, I don't know. I'd be willing to say I'd that. Be, I, I'd agree. I'll put a uh, turkey burger on it. I mean, getting 10-8 in almost every round this one would definitely counter any of yeah, his previous loss, <laughs> lost and rounds overall. for sure. But I think overall. he's never lost a round. I mean, that's Maybe. pretty ridiculous. Maybe, maybe. So anyway, that's good. Um, so y'all guys want some content? We wanted to do a breakdown real fast, a recap. Not a breakdown, but a recap. A breakdown of the, oh, the fight. speaking of cap. May I? Oh, there you go. Hey, big shout out to, uh, let's see, it's Slade, Crystal, and Trevor Schnurple. Hope I'm saying that right, but they made us some hats. Yeah, big shout out to those guys. Thanks a lot for Thank sending that. Thank you, guys. Uh, Travis is going to spend a year with us. Oh, up. yeah. Nice. AK Tyler. 18-year-old youngster. Awesome. So, uh, you know, thank you for sending us stuff. You know me, I'll always take free shit. So. And I'm sorry for being rushed. I know we're th yelling and talking fast. Well, we don't even have electricity half the time. Doing this so fast, but... Uh, what other podcast can come from no electricity to a badass finish, huh? Yeah. That's why we're number two, three in the world podcast. <laughs> I don't know where we rank, but I know we're growing fast, man. We're getting a ton of views There's that Joe Rogan YouTube. guy that's ahead of us. I'll Guys, if you're that. listening to the podcast on the audio platforms, iTunes, SoundCloud, I don't even know the other ones... Um, Check it out on YouTube. Yeah, they're definitely worth watching, especially when we got in-studio in guests like Cody Garbrandt. Mm -hmm. uh, and I will say that we have Dana White literally. It's Ooh, pretty safe to say. I got goosebumps, buddy. Pretty safe to say on his way. I'm literally leaving tonight to go meet some other people and stuff. He, he's got a lot of security and a lot of like, there's a lot of planning going on. But Dana White's coming to visit me finally here after three years of me sending him photos and videos and, and, and stuff from the gym and from Phuket. And he's finally coming to, yeah. to come see this uh, this beautiful place. It'll uh, be good Phuket. to see my old friend. <laughs> yeah, me, so. and, me and D-Dub, I called him back in the is day. That, is that what it is? Yeah, well, sure. he used to text me. Well, it was Pager back then, shit. But, yeah, but, but D-Dub, it'll be good to see you again. So hopefully we have time. Like He has a short amount of time, a few days, but uh, hopefully we'll get him in studio here. And uh, you know he wants to see a lot of things while he's here, so I'll be taking him around all over. But hopefully we get him in studio here and get a Dana White in studio. That would be pretty Find awesome. The wall next to Cody. Yeah. And I want to thank you guys for all the support. You guys have been amazing. Um, awesome comments. Thanks for the comments. Please leave comments underneath. Let us know what you think about our breakdown. Guys, I swear, I promise fight. you, next podcast, I'm going to pick like six winners. All right? I'm sorry. It just... Running the gym, it's high season, it's busy as shit, all these guests coming in. So, And we're still going to pick winners. Um, we've already picked some winners from all the previous shows. So all, yeah. all, the sh all the previous podcasts will have winners and will win free packages. But uh, thanks for the support. Mm -hmm. We really appreciate it. And we will keep putting content or content out. Um, we're just rushed right now and trying yeah. to get this out because really we're rushed. We got really like 26 excited. seconds. We got <laughs> we're trying to do this in 30 minutes exactly. So we got like literally 20 seconds. I'm going to wrap it up. You good? All right. All right, we did it under 30 minutes. Yeah. Hopefully we uh we did it okay and uh thanks for watching guys. Appreciate it.